What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Catching Heaters. I am your host, Matt. I'm excited to be here with you again today. Happy Friday to everyone out there. I hope everyone had a fantastic week, and hopefully with things starting to open up around the country, uh, everyone will have a nice weekend. I have really enjoyed uh, starting up this podcast and uh, creating content. I just recently started a new Instagram page as well. Um, you can find me at Catching Heaters. With that, I'm just going to be posting fun things about cards, sports, um, and different uh, topics that are going on in the industry currently. So check me out on that. I'm kind of I'm working on getting uh, out there on other platforms as well. So I'm really just enjoying talking about sports and putting content out and becoming a little bit more uh, part of the uh, community. So check me out on that. And you know, if you like the podcast I'm doing, subscribe, keep listening. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it. I wanted to take a few minutes and talk about a couple uh, hot topics going on in the sports world right now. And also, I just got some cards in the mail that I'm really excited about. Um, these are non-graded cards that I'm probably going to send off, hopefully to get graded here shortly. And then I have one that I uh, found in my personal collection that I'm excited for to send off to grading as well. So I'm going to discuss those. So let's kind of hop into what's going on in the sports world. Um, I'm going to start off with, uh, the Miami Dolphins, one of my favorite teams. They have, uh, obviously they signed Tua and he's going to start off with, uh, the number one, cause obviously number 13 for Dan Marino is retired. So he chose number one. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for his cards to start coming out. I, I'm not really heavy into football yet, but I know quarterbacks are those guys you want to target. And I'm really excited to, for Tua and, I'm probably going to be scooping up some of his cars as they start to come out. But one of the hot topics around him right now is, do they start him day one? And everyone's kind of uncertain with his injury history. Is he going to be ready to go? You know, how's his health? Is it better to sit him for the season and kind of let it play out and, and let him go, you know, full force in season two? For me personally, I think... Uh, I, I don't think we start him week one. I, I would like him to get um, a couple couple reps with the practice team, start getting used to the, the flow and rhythm, learn a little bit from Fitzpatrick, um, sit on the sidelines, get to see the game in action a little bit as he starts to uh, build up strength and learn the playbook a little bit. I definitely think we need to play him this year, though, because nothing like it. You, you can't get better without – playing on the field at the end of the day. So for me, I, I think let's let's sit him the first couple of weeks. You know, if we can – I mean, Fitz, Fitzpatrick is a fun guy to watch. So with everything going on with the team, you know, the first couple of weeks will still be exciting. I think that, that new uh, defense that we, you know, signed with a couple of players and uh, what we've done with the offensive line in the draft, it's going to be an exciting year for us. So let's, let's have some fun with Fitzpatrick the first couple of weeks and – Everybody's gonna be clamoring for for Fitzpatrick, so I think or uh, for uh, two. I'm sorry. So uh, I don't know. Maybe week five, week six. Let's get him in if if we think that he's healthy and ready to go and showing the right things in practice. If we get him into the building and you know we think he needs a little bit longer and um, probably could use a little couple more reps in the, on the practice field, 
then why don't we save them for that, you know, last quarter of the year where, you know, we start putting them in for the last five, six games and let them get some reps there. Either way, I'm super excited for what uh, the season, up, upcoming season holds for the Dolphins. So go Fins. I'm hoping we have a great year. Uh, sticking to football, uh, there's a report right now that just came out about James Harrison and the Pittsburgh Steelers back when um, he was on the team and playing for them. Basically, what they're saying is one of the hits that he got fined for uh, towards the end of the game when he came into the locker room, supposedly Mike Tomlin basically handed him uh, an envelope with who knows what was in it. Uh, obviously, the implication is that uh, Tomlin was giving him money either one for doing the hit and it's something that was going on or he knew that he was going to get fined, so he gave him the money for it. Uh, there were, Obviously, with everything that happened with the Saints and Peyton getting suspended and Greg Williams with that defense for paying players for hits and things, this is something that the NFL is going to look into. Uh, it's an interesting topic uh, for me, though. I... I I'm kind of on the fence with it. I don't I don't think it's a big deal. I I know at the end of the day there shouldn't be um you shouldn't be putting money on people's heads, especially with quarterbacks and other things and I know that's why the NFL is tightened up. But just being a fan in general, I really like the those earlier years when I was alive when, you know, ESPN was putting out um the hit stick stuff and you know, jacked up and all that fun stuff where players getting laid out and they're kind of promoting it. Obviously, they've toned that down a little bit, but at the end of the day, this is a this is a contact sport. I playing it growing up and everything. I kind of understand. You know, if you're a wide receiver, you're coming across the middle in the middle of the field. You're putting your body in risk there. And at the end of the day, if you're willing to go up and get that ball, I think the the safety or whatever should be able to dislodge it in any way they please. And if that, you know, takes you out or does what it does. Now, the targeting of the head, I understand. They don't need to be doing headshots and um, affecting people's head and brain and all that. But, you know, if you're putting your hands up for a catch and he's laying you out to the chest or whatever else is going on, I'm for that. It's just part of the game and, and being a contact sport. But it's interesting to kind of hear people start talking about this James Harrison thing, and we'll see what comes from that. But I kind of think it's a non-story. Obviously, with not a lot of sports going on, they got to have something to talk about. I think the Steelers kind of have Tomlin's back, and there's no reason for Tomlin to go out and say, yeah, I gave him money. Uh, he could just deny Then Obviously, there's not going to be any proof unless you know they have video of him handing him an envelope. So uh, we'll see what comes from that. And then the last kind of topic, hot topic right now in sports is uh, Blake Snow uh, with the Rays coming out and basically saying, pay me or I'm not going to get out on the field. And a lot of the players are coming out and, and defending what he's talking about. Bryce Harper came out, I think, yesterday or today, you know, endorsing what Snell's saying. And uh, I'm hoping that this this situation with, you know, the owners and um, – the players association doesn't get too ramped up or too too much into the money to where it's going to extend them not playing further or not even having a season. Uh, I'm on the on the the side of we got to you got to pay the players. Um you got to take care of them. I know that the owners are trying to 
work it out as best they can to work in their favor. But at the end of the day, the players are the product. They are the ones on the field risking themselves with uh, COVID going on. And without the players, you're not going to be get those TV uh, rights and viewership. You're not going to get the, the money from that. So do what's right by the players. Pay them. Let's move forward. Let's get the season going again. Let's get it ramped back up. Let's get this behind us. And then when it comes to negotiate, you know, in the next year or so with the with the new agreements, you can kind of, you know, hunker down on that. But we just need to get baseball back going uh, at the end of the day. I agree with Snell. I agree with Harper. And let's just pay the players. So those are a couple of the hot topics going on right now. All right, let's move on to the fun stuff. I am very excited. Uh, I got a couple cards and cards in the mail recently. And uh, with jumping back in the hobby, I'm, I've been trying to focus mostly on graded cards because I obviously I know they're authenticated, what grade they're going to be. They're slabbed and I enjoy the case and all that fun stuff. But I've also tr- I'm trying to find value in in uh, raw cards as well. And trying to get used to submitting. I haven't really submitted it all to PSA or any of the major grading companies. So I've collected a couple raw cards together that, you know, I'm going to probably send off here shortly. I know it's going to PSA right now is the wait times are insane. So with these cards, I'm, I'm expecting not to have them back anytime soon, but uh, I'm trying to get used to the grading system, see if I can pick out cards when I'm buying them and kind of get a feel for what the grading companies are looking for. Obviously a lot of centering and the corners and in that condition. So I'm trying to see what my eye is catching and if I'm looking at cards the right way. Uh, so let's get into it. The first card that I recently picked up is a 2019 Bowman Chrome Bryce Harper and it's an orange refractor and it's numbered to 25. It's five out of 25. And I recently, on my previous podcast, I talked about investing in Bryce Harper, and I've been buying um, PSA 10s in his rookie debut update. So I have a couple of those, but with everything going on in the market, and I think he's going to have a hot year. This is, 2019 is his first year with the Phillies. So I know sometimes with players, when they get in a new uniform, there's a little bit of a desire for those new uniform cards. And I got this at a good price. I, I think I paid about $40 for it. Hopefully I can send it off and get graded. The card is in great condition. Um, the centering looks good. The corners and surface look great. Um, even though I'm kind of new to it, I think I'm hoping at least a nine, if I can get a 10, that's fantastic. But I'm excited for this card. I'm excited to see what Bryce Harper does this year. So that's the first one that I picked up. Uh, the next one, which I'm very excited for. It's not a big major card by any means, but I'm a huge LeBron fan and getting back into it, I don't have any of his cards and this is the first card that I purchased of his. So I'm very excited for it. Obviously with how crazy the market for LeBron is going, a lot of his nicer high-end cards are harder to obtain. So uh, I'm trying to trying to see what I can do and, and get start personally collecting LeBron a little bit and hopefully build up um, some equity in his cards. The card that I just recently bought is a 2006 Tops LeBron base, and I just like the design of this card. It's LeBron dunking on Alonzo Morning. Um, they're playing the Miami Heat, 
and you got Gary Payton in the background watching. And what I find cool about this card is it's a Cavs card, obviously, but it's you got the Miami Heat logo in the background. So obviously him playing for the Heat, it's just a cool card for me because I'm a huge Heat fan, and it's one of his semi-earlier cards with tops. I know it is just a base card, but I just like the design of the card. I'm happy to have it in my personal collection, and I'm hoping that I can send this off and um, regardless of the grade, I mean, it, it looks to be in, in really good shape. The centering is there. The corners look good. I think, uh, being honest, there's a couple little minor things on the surface, nothing major. So I don't, I don't think I'll be able to get a 10 out of this. But if I can get a 9 or an 8, if it's an 8, I hang on to it in my personal collection. If it's a 9, then, you know, hopefully the value goes up. The third card that I recently purchased... Um, and I was talking about him on my previous podcast is Alex Verdugo. Uh, I have quite a, quite a few of his cards. I think I have five to 10 right now of his cards that I've bought. Um, this is a raw card that um, it's his 2018 Bowman Chrome Rookie. And it is a blue uh, refractor. So this one is numbered to 150. And sharp looking card. Um, I actually bought this one with a another numbered uh, Bowman Chrome. It's the same year, but it's a. I think it's just the the normal silver base for the Chrome, um, and it is numbered as well. I think that one's the ninety nine. So I got both of them together. I'm excited for the blue. It just kind of pops with um, the Dodgers jersey that he has, and like I kind of mentioned on um, a couple of my earlier shows, I'm high on Verdugo this year in Boston. I think. If they can make a nice run, they need a couple other players to step up with some of the main guys they have there. And I think since they traded for him, he's going to have a big year. I think they're going to let him, they're going to roll him out there. All right, um, number four coming up, and I'm very excited for this card. This is more of a personal collection card. Um, it's Albert Pujols, and it is a 2007 Upper Deck, and this card is numbered to 75. Um, and this this card from Upper Deck is very cool. It's from the 2006 World Series um, when Albert won his first World Series. And it's the home run that he hits off of Justin Verlander. So in this card, you have Albert. He just hit the home run. And you have Justin Verlander looking back, um, obviously looking at the home run as it's going over the fence. And... Growing up, I you know I remember this World Series and this home run. So as I bought the card, I went back and looked at the video on YouTube, and it's just it's just a cool looking card. I think it's a cool capture in history from um, Pools' first World Series, and and it has Justin Verlander on it as well. So cool looking card. Um, hoping to get this uh, a high grade. Um, it looks sharp. Um, everything looks pretty solid with the centering. Um, this one's more for my personal collection, so I'm going to hang on to this one, but excited to send that one off. And then the last card I wanted to talk about, uh, I didn't purchase this card uh, recently. I've had it um, since I was a kid, and um, it, was, it came in one of, in a, uh, one of the uh, boxes that my father bought me when I was a kid. Uh, this is from 2001. It is an Ichiro Top Space rookie card, and... What's cool about it as well is this is his, you know, iconic rookie card. Uh, Ops right now is doing the Project 2020, and this is the card that they're remaking. And this one is a home team advantage 
um, Topps card. So it's got that additional gold logo in the bottom right corner. The card's in great condition. And I think, you know, the centering, it, it looks good, but it might be a slight left to right. So I don't know if I'm going to pop a 10 on this. I really wish it was a 10, but um, it, I mean, hopefully with PSA, I've heard that they're not, you know, the hardest on centering, but it the card still looks good. It's not way off, but you know, if I'm being honest and looking at it, it might not be. This one is kind of more personal collection. I'm excited to, to get it slabbed because um, it's from my childhood, but the value of these cards are going up. Um, and I do like the connection year of 2001 with Ichiro and Pujols. So one collection, if I get it slabbed, I'm hoping to get hoping to get a 10, obviously. I don't know if it'll get that, but if I can get a 9 and have it slabbed, it'll be a cool thing to have in my collection. So I'm excited to send that one off as well. And that's it for today, guys. I enjoyed uh, sitting down and chatting with you, kind of discussing some of the cards I picked up. I hope you guys enjoyed. Go out there, have fun, and happy investing. Uh, come back and uh, listen to me next time. Thanks a lot.